0: Because it's damn battery died, and we all know how much we hate it when the battery dies. Just oh, when you thinking God. you're getting somewhere and the
1: battery we dies. We were almost climaxing, and right. we got, like, turned off. Right. Hey,
0: hey, hey! Welcome to Charcuterie, take two. <laughs> well, I'm April. I'm Missy. And we are missing Joy tonight, because she's a bitch and she's in Disneyland, so... Uh, it's just us. So we're super excited. And tonight we're going to talk about um, raising adult children. Yes. Because.
1: Living in your house, mooching off you.
0: Pissing you off. Pissing you off. Basis.
1: But God damn it. <laughs> we would just not be anything without them.
0: Oh, I would. I'd be rich. I'd be <laughs> right now. Oh, my like, God,
1: too. Can you imagine me without six kids?
0: Yeah, I, without all the kids. Like, I would be loaded, loaded.
1: Probably,
0: I don't want to say stress free but stress reduced for sure um, and also I, my boobs would still be great
1: I wouldn't have had to have surgery
0: so I still haven't had surgery someday hopefully but I'd still have amazing boobs. I mean
1: I would have a perfect uterus um, no stretch marks
0: god damn kids
1: kids messed us up bitches mm-hmm. But we love him.
0: You do. No, I do. I love mine. And I'm so sorry. I'm eating pizza. But the whole thing started because today um, I dropped Kate off at the fire station because he was getting, he's going on a ride along and he's trying to be a firefighter and he's amazing. I'm so proud of this kid. And I'm really happy that this is how he wants to... You know, this is what he wants to pursue, and this is how he wants to live his life, and that's great. But then I started feeling sad because he's preparing for his life without me. And um, our daughter is going on vacation next week without me with a friend, and I'm happy for her that she's going to go experience some really fun things for spring break. And then my oldest son is always with his girlfriend and never home, and I never see him anymore. And so I should be really excited about the fact that I am near the finish line, Mm and I've done everything that I could and I'm actually about to get my house and my money back but I feel a little sad because
1: you're empty nesting
0: yeah like god these
1: fucking don't worry they'll be back trust me
0: (laughs) you do so much to keep them alive and to keep them fed and clothed Mm -hmm. and make sure they're happy and you sacrifice so much so that they can have things and and then they just move out and go do their own thing and God, they're so
1: selfish but they come back do
0: they? Yeah, mine I did I don't know. Anyway. it's so crazy to me that you have six kids
1: I have six kids we are the modern-day Brady Bunch Yeah. three girls three boys two marriages <laughs> wait how do you actually count it maybe three marriages how do you okay so I was married and had three girls Brandon was married and had two boys then we both got divorced, and then we met, and then we had a son.
0: It's three marriages.
1: So that three marriages. Okay. So yeah, we raised six kids. Um, some of them have left the nest and then come back. We've had three of them leave the nest and come back so far. Um, I don't know if that's harder or easier than if they would have just stayed.
0: Really? The fact that they moved out and then came back?
1: I think so. You know, they move out, and you get used to not having to take care of them or whatever, and you move on, and, you know, they have their own life, and they get set in their ways, and we still have, you know, Boston's only 11, so he doesn't go anywhere, and our lives have revolved around still having to maintain him and make sure he stays alive and they're older and you know we think we did our job like you're done you're out and then they need to come back home Mm -hmm. it's almost harder like if they would have just stayed home they would have just been in the routine rather than come back
0: in all fairness um Brandon and I have done that twice where in our marriage we moved back in with our parents Mm -hmm. um Once was, we'd been married two years and we were building a house and um, we sold our condo that we were living in a little sooner than we thought. And so we had to move in with his parents for eight months while our house was being built. And uh, yeah, we barely made it through that. Yeah. (laughs) It was rough.
1: And And I can't imagine doing that married
0: yeah and then last year let alone
1: you know just being you know their kids yeah,
0: or almost two years ago we did it again mm, yeah we um we were renting a place and our lease was up and we just didn't we had just started this business and we were just busy and didn't have time to look for another place or resi- i don't know anyway
1: life you know life, life. happened. so we
0: moved in with his parents and we lived there for a year and then um that was really hard, and now we barely have a relationship with his parents because of that. So,
1: yeah, and that's, you know, another fine line. And our kids are still, you know, young, early 20s, and we're still trying to get them to spread their wings and figure themselves out and not go, you know, under financially or, you know, just there's just so much. Um, the oldest son moved back in and only lasted three months because he had major issues and we couldn't help him you know and that's a really bad feeling as well when you know you can't help them they're gonna do what they're gonna do because they're adults but anywho yeah I'm really lucky I haven't had that yet yeah and then you have now we have um the second oldest son and my youngest daughter are back in and They both just moved here from Cali, so we're giving them their time to adjust and try and get on their feet. Once my daughter started school and his son is working two jobs, you know, because I know they don't want to live with us. And that's another sucky feeling is like nobody wants to live with their parents. They want to go out and do their thing. And we're like, well, this is our house. You ain't bringing chicks here to hook up with. So
0: are they are they close?
1: Are they close? Um, Wesley and Cambria are pretty close. Yeah, they're the same age. They're within six months. She's six months older than him, so age-wise they're close. So I think they relate. Um, they relate better, and they talk. You know, because and they're in the same house. They just don't. We just don't see each other between school and work. You know, she's going to school and working. He's working two jobs, and um, it's crazy that nobody is ever home. And I know you can, you will like totally know what I'm saying. Nobody's home because we all work so much, mm-hmm. but the house looks like a family of 30 has been living there. Yes, yes. Isn't that crazy? That is my like,
0: house.
1: But nobody's fucking there. Yeah.
0: And nobody's fucking doing anything no, about it. No. Right. So, yeah. And I know exactly what you're talking
1: about. So. <laughs> How is this possible? Because nobody's ever home. <laughs> yeah. And so, well,
0: Maddie's home and Maddie's pissed about being home. I mean, she's like, she keeps herself really busy. She's like the most social 15 year old I think any of us have ever known or met. Um, and so she's always finding ways to not be at home, but she's probably home the most. Um, but, like, we're all so busy. I mean, Brandon and the boys are here at the brewery. Yeah.
1: And you're working a full-time job. I'm working a full-time plus job. Plus coming down here. Plus coming
0: here. Plus uh, Going to school. Classes. Yeah. It, like, so it's craziness. I mean, our lives are, are crazy right now. And I just feel like the house is just going to be a mess for a while. No. And there's but no how
1: is it a mess? Because there's nobody ever there. Because <laughs> it, people like, get
0: a drink <laughs> and then they put their yeah. cup in the sink and, and then cups just stack up.
1: And yeah, that's true. You know, there's I mean, always a sink of dishes. Mm-hmm. The trash always needs to be taken out. You know, well, it's I'll be
0: honest. I contribute to it because sometimes at night when it's just me and Maddie and I'll cook dinner for just me and Maddie. Well, the kitchen already has a bunch of dishes yeah. in it. And so then I'm not, I feel yes. like I feel overwhelmed and I'm not going to do the dishes that I uh, just yeah. dirtied. And then it just adds on to the stuff. Right. And so it's my own fault. I just need to get in
1: there. And we are all doing our own laundry. So, you know, somebody's always has to do laundry. There's always somebody's in the lawn and you have to kind of look at to see whose laundry is it? Because unlike your son, <laughs> we don't throw shit on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> ah, yeah,
0: no, you just fold it out and throw, yes, it, on throw it on the floor. Yeah, but um, as a matter of fact, it's funny because he threw something in the washer this morning before he mm-hmm. left for work, like 10 minutes before he was leaving. And I was like, what are you going to do with that? Are you just going to let that sit in the washer all day long? And he's like, yeah, I'll put it in the dryer when I get home from work. Well, of course, then Maddie's like, I'm packing because I'm going to California. Mm-hmm. I need to Washed. do my laundry. And so I'm like, well, throw his stuff in the in the dryer, put a dryer sheet in, turn it on, and... When it's done, just throw it on his bed. He can fold it himself, which I'm sure he doesn't, but I don't want to (laughs) know. I don't want to know. If he just picks up his underwear and throws them in a drawer, that's fine, I guess. I don't know. Yeah.
1: Who's feeding the dog? Who's feeding the cat? Who's doing the dishes? Who's doing the, you know, it's, it's such a crazy thing when you have so many capable adults in one house and nothing gets done right
0: and Brandon and I just had this conversation on Wednesday because he's been taking Wednesdays off because that's my day off and so we go out and just spend time together and do stuff and so I was saying how like he pisses me off because he'll say something like um you know oh I um I vacuumed for you
1: oh (laughs) for you
0: yeah and I'm like (laughs) talking about you vacuuming <laughs> yeah. like thank you for vacuuming Right. but like when I clean the toilet fold your clothes do your laundry make your dinner do your dishes whatever I don't say I did all this for you I mean I just did it because it needs yeah. to get done so I don't need you telling me that you like what do you want me to do throw a party mm-hmm. like
1: gold star yeah I don't need you to Brandon tell me like, Brandon writes gold stars on the uh chalkboard in the kitchen when he does something he, put, <laughs> he has this Right, Brandon's gold stars, and he writes, like, little stars oh when he does, like... Oh, my God, that's hilarious. When he washes a dish. At least he's
0: giving it to himself, that's fine. Yeah, because I'm not going to give it to him. Yeah, no. I'm just, like, no, you know? And then, like, um, I just, you know, I mean, he works many hours mm-hmm. longer than I do, and I get it, you know what I mean? But, like, I, come on already, like, don't say that you...
1: I love that I don't know how... Oh, my God. I don't know how. You know, and I feel bad because... (laughs) Let me show you.
0: (laughs) um, Last night, we were talking about how somebody said that our podcast, like someone had given us some advice about it and said that they felt like we were man bashing a little bit too much. And (laughs) I know. (laughs) So then um, I was like, yeah, someone actually said that. I go, that was a long time. That was like early on. And then um, my husband, Brandon, said, well, your most recent episode where you guys were talking to Christy, the anthropologist, and he goes, I feel like you guys were man bashing a little bit. He goes, sometimes it's hard for me to listen to because I feel like you don't like me very much. And I'm like, okay, I get it. Like, I understand why, because I make fun of the fact that he's right there with the kids when I'm freaking out and needing help and, like, mm-hmm. needing someone to step up. And he's like, I don't know what's wrong with you know? But he legitimately does <laughs> that. <laughs> and so I was saying that to him. I was like, you d- actually do that. that that's yeah. a real thing. And I go, you don't get my back and say, okay, we all need to pitch in and help. You're all, you're just standing there with the kids going, eh, she's nuts, you know. And I go, It's not man bashing. I'm just like telling the truth. And it has nothing to do with me not liking you. I mean, of course I love you, you know. I, I yeah. love having a life with you, but dude like (laughs) like yeah you were raised in this household where your mom did everything inside the house and your dad worked and so you look at it like it's a woman's job to take care of the inside of the home I mean he really legitimately looks at like things like that and that's just part of his culture I guess I just in my mass media class we just learned that definition of culture is, um, learned behavior based on your environment. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you think that I always thought that culture was something that was kind of like born in you, you know? Yeah. No, no it's, it's like how like you are raised exactly. basically and stuff. So it's not a bad thing. It's just, that's the way yeah. that it is. So I hope that I have changed that culture <laughs> with your, with your kids, within my family, because yeah. I have encouraged my kids to, all participate in doing things and I mean even though they all had chores to do and stuff I did a whole lot for them yeah I did their laundry we also
1: have to remember that there was a time where that was the norm even with everybody where the women were stay-at-home moms most of the time and that's what they did but nowadays women have to work it's a two income or die world Mm -hmm. so men men who need to know how to help at home to be good husbands and that's what we have to raise because no woman wants to work all day and then come home and wipe her man's ass right. it's not going to happen or not
0: even at the very least come home and cook
1: dinner uh, yeah you know, i we mean we all need to work together we ha- and you have to it's not just, the same as it was before when it was it was to that the
0: household finances and the budget and everything then why can't you contribute to the household responsibilities and i think that's where i was going with that yes so it's exactly name, it's, it's not man bashing. It's just my specific situation it's just, bashing. And then
1: times, are, times are different. More women work and more mm-hmm. women have to work. So we are out there as well. And when we come home, we don't want to have to do the whole thing. It would be different when I didn't work. Mm-hmm. I had no problem cleaning house all day and having dinner done because I didn't do anything outside the house. No. But then when I do work, it's like, okay, well, now I'm working.
0: Like that's funny because like I was a stay-at-home mom for ten years and I still struggled with keeping up with everything because I was busy with the kids. You know, I was like the the room mom and the sports oh team God. mom and taking the kids to practice. I still and was running a cleaner, back and forth to school, and you know what I mean. So I still struggled with keeping up with everything because.
1: But you did all of that for the kids. He didn't because he worked, right? Yeah. Okay. Same thing. But if you were both working, would you not mm-hmm. both try to figure it out? Because well, you're would. both working. Exactly. So that's what like. I mean. Like times are different now. When, when, when both have to work, mm-hmm. then you both have to figure everything out. It's not one-sided. Yeah. It's
0: so funny because with certain friends that I have and their husbands will be talking about how they do their own laundry or they're helping out with doing dishes or... Like at Joy's house, Kevin's always the one loading the dishwasher... And I'm always sitting there staring at him thinking, damn, Kevin, you're a sexy
1: face. Well, I, I mean, somebody's been, <laughs> I've seen that meme on Facebook and it was like, send your woman some sexy pictures. And it's a guy selfie, oh, a yeah. whole selfie thing of him, like doing dishes yeah. and cooking dinner and
0: totally one day. I read in, like. Was like, oh, I just Swiffered the whole loft upstairs. And I was like, you're getting oh, a blowjob tonight. Like, <laughs> I'm so into you right now. Like, I'm going to take my cold off right now. So it's true. Like, when I see, you know, men doing things or. OK, so we've talked about Tyler on this podcast before. <laughs> he's a teacher and he's super sweet and I like felt horrible because I called him yumminess and then I was like oh god that was so disrespectful to his wife and so I I texted his wife and I was saying like I'm so sorry I was talking about Tyler on the podcast and they both listened to the podcast and I was going I'm I'm so embarrassed that I called him yumminess and I just want you to know I wasn't trying to be disrespectful to you and she just thought the whole thing was hilarious you know she was like no I thought it was awesome like it I'm not offended like no problem So, the very next day after that, I came into the brewery, and he was here. And he, so on Wednesdays, like, their oldest daughter has dance, Mm -hmm. and then they have a four-year-old who's not in school yet, and he had a banquet to go to at his school, and she was with the oldest daughter at dance. And so, Joy was taking care of their younger daughter, you know, for the hour in between the time that his wife could come pick her up and he had to be at his banquet and stuff. And so he goes outside and comes back into the brewery and he's got like this little bag, this like, you know, insulated, like lunch bag kind of a thing, but it's kind of big. And he goes, here's their dinner. I have their dinner. All oh, right wow. here For the kids and, and Holly. And, and he's like, so make sure you give this to her. And I was just looking at him and I was like. Oh my God, like, <laughs> I just had this conversation with your wife about how I felt so bad for disrespecting her. And like, I'm like sliding off my chair right now because you made dinner, you know?
1: Uh, so how do we teach our kids this? I if we're, my boys
0: about it all the if time. we're,
1: if we're keeping yeah. them at home and they can't even take care of themselves most of the time. Yeah. Oh my no, God.
0: I'm, like um, my Cade is going to make somebody an amazing husband someday because He cooks, and he likes things neat and clean, and he budgets, and he saves his money, and, you know, he's very thoughtful and kind and sweet. But then on the other hand, he's also, like, very quiet and very, Mm -hmm. like, I can see him being the type of husband who just kind of goes into his cave, and she can do her own thing, you know? But um, he'll chip in, and he'll do things, you know? And then Derek, too. Derek helps me a lot at home.
1: So but Derek is 21. Like, that's it's kind of older to be living at home. Is he talk about moving out?
0: No. No,
1: not no, at he's all. He's
0: stuck at home forever, I
1: think. You think so?
0: Well, until he, he wants to be a police officer. And so he's been really working towards that. And okay. he works here. He's busy here yeah. a lot. And that's fine. And they, you know, we don't, they don't contribute anything to the house because they're helping us out so much mm-hmm. just by. Yes. Working here. I mean, you guys get
1: your days off here because. Right. They're and here. And
0: um, we, you know, we still pay for their phones and we still pay for their insurance and all that kind of stuff. But, you know, when I need something done, you know, I tell them, and you know, I need you to do this, this, and this. And they do it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they pick up dog poop and they pick up their sister, which are very similar. And they... You know, they run errands for me, and if I need something from the store, they go get it, and, you know, that kind of stuff. So they're very helpful in, you know, at the house and being there when I can't be. And um, so I don't ask them for anything. Let them save their money and sock it away, and that's totally fine. But, um, you know, someday. (laughs) I keep waiting for Someday. him to tell me that he and the girlfriend are going to like move in together or something or, you know, and. Oh, my. Yeah. So I don't know. But I do look forward to the time when I don't have to worry about them being at home and yeah. like the amount of bedrooms that we have yeah. and cleaning in an extra bathroom. Oh you know my what gosh. I mean? I do kind of like look forward to that. But, you know, I'm happy they're still home
1: and I'm happy they're happy being home and. When Boston was very little, he pinky promised me that he was never going to leave me or move out. And I'm kind of scared now because I'm thinking, shit, what did I get myself into? <laughs> He's never going to leave.
0: It's funny because Maddie did the same thing. And she always keeps saying, like, I'll make a joke about, well, when you're older and you're married. And she's like, no, I'm never leaving. I'm never going to get yeah, married. Yeah, that's what Boston I'll says as well. I'll with you guys forever, blah, blah, blah. But, after, after but then now she's talking about when she goes to college she's gonna she wants to go to asu and she wants to live on campus and she's like is that okay that i live on campus and i'm like of course it is like i want her to have that full experience but uh i don't know so i don't know if um you know i i don't know someday it's just scary it is scary and it's scary you know, because you worry about different things. Yeah. I remember when Brandon and I got married. I mean, we were too young to get married. We were twenty-one and twenty-two. Like, I don't know what. I was
1: younger than that.
0: But what? Seriously, do you think uh, about that now? Do yes. You did I have because my
1: daughter is, you know, she just turned twenty, and I was thinking, my God, at her age, I was married and having my first baby. And Cheyenne is twenty-six, and at twenty-six, I was having Cambria, my third baby. You know, Cheyenne's not even married yet. None of my kids are married. Mm-hmm. They're still, you know, they're all doing their thing. And I'm thinking what I was doing at their age. And it freaks me the fuck out, to be honest. Like, holy crap. I can't imagine them doing what we did. But I think it was a different drive, you know. He was talking, like I said, to the kid at work. And I said, the difference is is we wanted to get out and we made it happen. Mm-hmm. And he, and you know, he said... He would like to get out, but you know he he can't afford it. He's waiting to afford it, and I said, we couldn't afford it either, but we wanted to do it so bad yeah, that, was totally that we worked two or three jobs if we had to to do it mm-hmm. because we wanted to do it that bad. I go, if you really wanted to move out of your parents, you could. I mean, I know how much he makes. I know what he works. He could do it. Mm-hmm. I go, if you wanted. He goes, yeah, but it's easier to live at home. I go, that's a lot different than you telling me you can't afford it. Yeah. Totally different.
0: Yeah. I mean, look at rent. Look at, yeah. do you remember when you first lived on your own? I mean, my first apartment, I remember the rent was $460 and that was expensive. I lived in a nice apartment. You know what I mean? And that was, yeah, but you also have to
1: remember, I, I told him because he said something about cost of living now. And I said, it all comes out in the wash. I said, if you think about it, because when I was 19, 20 years old, I was making minimum wage. It was $3.50 an hour. Minimum wage now is, that, you know now. what I mean, though? So it really wasn't that it was, mo- you know, it wasn't mm. cost of living anything, dude. Because our, you know, now our minimum wage is, I don't even know what it is. But I also no, know it's, more than that. it's like eleven or twelve, isn't it? Yeah, it's like 12 something an hour. yeah. and I, I mean, and I know that he, you know, where I work, we our starting wages are fifteen, and he's been there three years. Mm-hmm.
0: Craziness.
1: Yeah. So it is. I think it's just desire and how bad you want it, and I. It also probably has to do with the relationship with you have with your parents. I'm glad that my kids were all able to come back and felt that they could come back, you know. Yeah. You just had to lay down the rules, though, of course. It's like, so funny. Like, yeah. when
0: Brandon and I got engaged, I was living in an apartment with um, a girl who was a, a friend of mine, a good friend of mine, and um, her parents were really good friends of my parents. Like, these were old family friend-type people, and her boyfriend lived with us. And it was we had She and I had issues because of that, you know. And so Brandon and I got engaged and I remember calling my mom and asking her if, um, I could move back home, excuse me, because I was thinking about what I spent on rent and utilities and everything and how, uh, I could save all that money. Yeah. And my mom actually said no. So she was like, no, cause you and I won't get along.
1: And she's really? Like, That's not
0: worth it for me because it would be too hard. Mess up your relationship. Yeah, it would mess up our relationship. Well, anyway, we ended up having um, this girl and I ended up having a humongous fight. Well, it was actually me and her boyfriend that had a huge fight one night. And it was like he got abusive. And I was actually scared. And he got very abusive with her because she was trying to stand up for me. And I left, you know? And so I didn't move back. I mean, I went. Um, you know like during the day while they were at work and moved all my stuff out and I didn't have a whole lot of stuff or mm-hmm. anything, but anyway so yeah I lived with my mom and dad for probably I don't know like three weeks Brian and I had just bought a condo and um so then I moved into the condo and lived there by myself for two months before we got married and then when we got married we lived together but yeah I mean it was it was so hard for me when my mom said no yeah you know, but I understood. I got it. You know, it's okay. But,
1: you know, we tried to I tell can't imagine saying we that. tried to tell these two no after the first mishap, but we know, all the kids are different. We we have to we feel like we have to give them all equal chances. Yeah. These two came in knowing the rules. We laid it out beforehand and you know, this is what happened with your brother. And we, we had no issue making him leave when he didn't want to follow the rules. So mm. I have no issue making you <laughs> yeah. leave, you know. Uh,
0: but you know what? It's I tough. love hearing you talk about them because they sound like really hard workers. Mm. You know what I mean? And they sound like they both kind of have their shit together.
1: We're hoping. We're I trying. Know,
0: well, I know. I've met Cambria and she's been here and I've hung out with her and she's super cool. She's a cool yeah. little chick.
1: I think she's finally finding herself and getting on her path because she wasn't before where she was at. You know, she had struggles, a lot of them. And she's, I think she's finally found her groove out here, you know.
0: Do you think that's the, like for me, I think that's the hardest thing about being a mom. Yeah. Of kids that are at this age is when they start turning into... I don't know, turning into, like, who they're going to be, but it may not necessarily be who you wanted or who mm. you expected. Like, that's hard for me. I don't
1: know. I, um, I don't know that it was... I didn't think about... I've never thought about with any of the kids what I wanted them to do. I I let them all kind of choose their path. I've always let them make their own decisions at a very, very early age. It was always about what they wanted to do and who they wanted to be. And they're all very different. All six of them are so different. I mean, Cheyenne's been a pharmacy tech since oh my gosh, she's at least five years, you know, she, she wanted to take a semester off before she went to college. And I, I, that was the only thing I put my foot down, down. I said, no, because if you do, you're not going to go back. Mm -hmm. So until you decide what you want to do, we're going to go down to the trade school and you're going to decide, you just pick something because Mm -hmm. it's going to get you into something that you can fall back on later. Once you decide, you know, you want to, and she ended up um, going to school and getting her associate's degree and being a pharmacy tech and ended up loving it. And she's been one ever since. You know, she's got a great job. Um, she takes care of herself. She's super self-sufficient, super independent. She's, she bought her first car at 21 on her own, you know, financed it, paid it off. Um Phoenix is, you know, graduating on a totally different path, graduating from Long Beach State and heading to Notre Dame to get her doctorate in anthropology. That's amazing. you know like I'm so proud of you like I'm so
0: proud for you like that is such a huge thing it is a huge
1: thing but to me it's not any more huge than Cheyenne being a pharmacy tech or you know Cambria going just started Evita to go to cosmetology school and wants to do hair and makeup and you know Wesley is working two jobs and he's got a little passion with photography and kind of knows his route and he he went to a little bit of college but it wasn't I, I wasn't one of those parents that was like okay this is what you have to do. Mm-hmm. I just wanted them to do something. You know, I just, as long as you're not sitting around, not doing something that, well, I mean, we do have the one, one out of six, but I just feel like maybe he just hasn't found that groove maybe. yet. You know, and it took Cambria, Cambria 20 and it took her a while. He's, he's a little bit older, but he'll find it. I mean, we tried to help him, and it wasn't the help that he wanted or needed at the time. And maybe it's a different kind of help that he needs, and he'll find it, hopefully. I mean, and that's all we can do. Yeah. And then Boston, of course, already has got his, he's 11, and he's, his life's planned already, according to him. You know, he wants to be in the shop.
0: That's awesome. That's, I think that's great. I think it's a really good thing. Yeah. I mean, no matter what their goals are, the fact that they have goals, that's right. a really good thing. And that thing. was my thing. They're like, oh,
1: you know, you, 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 what do you want your kids to be? And I'm like, happy. Like, do what you want to do. Yeah. I don't care what it is. So
0: give me some advice here because I had a situation this week where um, I'm, I'm kind of on the fence about how I handle it. I feel a little bit like guilty and feel a little bit like this was not my place but then on the other hand I feel like I was just really looking out for somebody and anyway i let me just tell you so my very best friend in the entire world she is a mom of two amazing kids okay so her her oldest is going to be a doctor and he's like the sweetest kid in the entire world and I mean I have like I've known these kids since they were you know, embryos, all right? (laughs) And um, so her daughter has always, like, kind of marched to the beat of a different drummer. And I've always really related to her because I felt like she was misunderstood in Mm -hmm. a way. And she reminded me a lot of myself when I was little. And um, she and I, like, my best friend and I, I'm not going to say her name because I just, you know, I don't want to call her out here. But um, she and I have always joked about how I had her daughter and she had mine. And so her daughter was very much like me in the way that she was kind of did her own thing and she was kind of always getting in trouble a little bit mm-hmm. because she
1: couldn't keep her mouth shut and oh, mention that. You know,
0: she was like just, you know, kind of misunderstood because she just needed to express herself yes. but didn't and didn't have a lot of self-control and that was totally me. And then I give birth to this quiet, sweet girl, you know, who was very much like my best friend and you know, would never think of doing anything outside of the rules or bending the rules or you know, so they're just swapped. So her daughter has always been a little bit of a free spirit and um like as she's gotten older now, she's out of high school and she's going to school to get her um CNA, which is great. I'm super proud of her and I think that's really wonderful. And she's taken a few detours along the way. Um, she went and worked in this, like, fish cannery in Alaska for a little while. Oh, and how fun. Yeah, she's one of those people that she'll see how they're, like, hiring in Hawaii. Right, and go. apple farms for, And you work, like, 15, 16 hours a day, uh-huh. seven days a week. But the experience of being there, so she'll right. go do it. And she ended up going. She went to Hawaii for, I think she was there for, like, six months. And she was... She got a job where she was working as a as a hostess at a restaurant, but she lived at night. Um, she lived in a van, like this guy had a van and he would rent it out like an Airbnb kind of a thing on the beach. And then she would get up in the morning and she would go shower. They're like communal showers somewhere, and or like a YMCA or something. And she would go there and shower and get ready for work and stuff. And like, it was kind of a cool thing that she yeah, was doing this. that like sounds I amazing. Would never have the balls to do that at her age, ever. But it was an adventure for her, and yeah. it was something that she wanted to do. So, anyway, they ended up getting her to come home, and she's going to school. And this weekend, she, or this week, she was on spring break. And she posted this picture on her Instagram story where she was, it was a video, and she was sitting on this couch, and she was smoking a fatty. <laughs> And she had a little text on this video that said, living my best life through free weed. And the whole video was her smoking weed. And I was, like, I know she does it, and that's cool. Mm -hmm. I don't have a problem. I'm not judgy. You know what I mean? Like, I don't have a problem with anybody who wants to smoke. Go for it. Whatever you want to do with your life, you know, but still be a productive member of society, right? Right. However, she's going to be, I think, 21 in April, like in just a couple weeks, she's going to be 21. What are you doing posting that shit on Facebook, on um, Instagram? You know, like... Trust me, I've got one of those. Your, <laughs> you just have to think of the consequences Later of on. your actions. You know what I mean? Like, and like I, I'm just thinking about, it doesn't really matter what other people think. I get that and I preach that to my own kids all the time. But in this situation where I'm watching this... It just, it disturbed me. It really did. And I'm not sitting here saying, like, I'm a saint and I've never done Mm -hmm. anything bad in my life. But, damn, like, you just have to be careful in this day and age. Like, I think we're exposing, with social media, we're exposing more of ourselves than we need to.
1: I agree. And
0: so it really bothered me. And so I sent her a message on Instagram. And I was just like, you know like I I love you I want you to know that I admire you I love that you are this free spirit and you are who you are and I wish I knew myself as well as you do when I was your age like I just there's so many things that you do every day that just completely wow me and I think God like you've got your shit together however (laughs) what are you doing posting this Mm -hmm. on Instagram Like, why are you not thinking of the consequences that come with posting something like that? And I said, you know, I don't have a problem with you smoking, you know, or you thinking that this is like a a good way to live your life and it helps you in some way or another. Great. That's awesome. Go for it. But I don't want people to see that. I don't want people to see this and think that this is all that there is to you as you sitting on a couch smoking weed you s- living your best life, air quotes. You know, I want them to know how kind you are, how sweet you are, how involved you are yeah. in other things. What you're doing to make your life better. Like, what you're doing, like, you're studying to be a CNA. Like, you want to help people for a living. Like, that's the kind of stuff that I want people to know and see about you. You know?
1: But you don't get to choose that for her. Right. That's the thing. Exactly. Well, then she it responded sucks. to me.
0: and I I saw the notification on my phone and I was just like the Instagram notification that comes up on the screen. And she was just like, I'm an adult, like Mm -hmm. I can make my own decisions. And then I went in to read it and she had deleted it and then she posted again and she was like, you know, I appreciate your thoughts. Thank you. And that was like all she said. So she was very respectful to me, but then she blocked me on Instagram, of course, so now I can't see anything. So I sent, I knew she would tell her mom this. And so I sent a message to my best friend and I was like, hey, listen, I just want to let you know, I saw this video and then my best friend was like, I can't see that because she's blocked me from her story. So like, I don't know. I can't see that kind of stuff. And I'm like, well, you know, I said, I, I love her. Like she's yeah. my own kid. Like I have nothing but like respect and admiration for her, but I just want her to think about what she's putting out there. Yes. And I said, I just want people to know that there is so much more to her than her sitting on an orange couch smoking weed, you know? And she's like, no, I know. And she goes, but then again, she goes, at the same time, she's like, it's in this day and age with society, it's the same as somebody, you know, posting a picture of all the beer they're drinking. (laughs) Touche. And I was like, taken but no you're wrong <laughs> not, it is not the same yeah. you know but anyway it's
1: at least she's at least she is doing what she's doing and doing that because from the my side and having someone you know a child that that's all they're doing and they need posts and I get it. Yeah. That's your life and I can't do anything about it. We we can't control it. Um, I just wish there was more to the story. At least she has more to the story. Be but thankful she's not that she's showing them
0: more to the story. But that doesn't matter. Never, she never posts anything about But that the does the I story. don't think
1: that matters because you know that she is.
0: Yeah, but it just and I hear I'm trying to justify myself. I mean I know. I'm totally fine with it. Like I knew as soon as I hit send on that message yeah. to her that she was probably going to block Right,
1: me. right.
0: And I was okay with it. I think I the, said I, my piece. These kids I, just
1: don't really even yeah. know better, though, because, you know, of course, we were raised without social media, so... And they were raised with social media, so yeah. they, that's all they see is that you post everything and anything, and you're just not but supposed they to they care. That, like no. your
0: future employer, when you're going to be a certified they nursing don't. assistant at a hospital or they whatever, they don't. Because what ha- what's gonna, gonna ha- ha- Google everything about you?
1: But what's gonna, what gonna happen is is that if they get if they don't get the job based on that post, they're gonna cry the river of discrimination and poor me and. You, it's the entitlement. You know it is. You I know exactly do, what's going to happen. Like, but it's just, going... Yeah.
0: It's just heartbreaking to it me. It is. Because... And I don't know. I mean, I, I knew... And I even said this to my friend. I was like, I know I'm overstepping and I'm upset about something I have no business being upset about. However, like... I, it doesn't change how I feel about her. It doesn't change right. how I feel about my friend in any way. I mean, I still love them equally. He just had like a little tag of
1: disappointment. Yeah. And, and then how yeah. would
0: I feel if my friend sent this to Derek? You know, yeah. Like she sees him, you know, a couple, of, like last month when he was in Minnesota and he's posting pictures every hour where he's at these different breweries drinking. And she sends him something going, Derek, you know, maybe you're drinking too much. You know, how would I feel? You know, so I just really struggled with the decision that I made to message her but then at the very you know in the long run at the very end I don't feel like I did like what I did was not malicious it wasn't judgy it was like it was really coming from the very best place inside me but I, I was just so disappointed that I just don't want people to see that and think
1: that's all there is that's
0: all there is to her and I was thinking And I'm being old fashioned. I was thinking about my friend and her dad and her aunt and her grandma and all these people that I know in their family that would see that and be like.
1: Apparently not. She's got them all blocked. (laughs)
0: Some of them are dead. But, you know, it's just like, I don't
1: know. She'll figure it out. I do believe that they'll figure it out. I hope, you know, because I do have some other family members that are older than me that never did figure it out and are on the same path as they were back then and that is my biggest fear with with what's going on with our oldest son is that he doesn't figure it out but I can't make him figure it out like it's it doesn't matter how many times you tell them it's just you know it becomes a way of life I think yeah it really does yeah and even with him I can't even say it was culture because that's not how he was raised I mean
0: and that's exactly neither what I my friend. I neither of like, his parents sat around and, was, and
1: smoked pot all day yeah. that I know of and like, did this nothing. Is not
0: how she, this is the farthest thing from how she was raised. Yeah. And so to see her doing this, like, it's it hurts, you know? But, yeah.
1: but what do you do? Know. You don't.
0: Yeah, I guess. That's just sad.
1: Mm-hmm. Sometimes you have to do that, you know. You have to step back. Remember when you were their age the shit you did.
0: I didn't do anything.
1: Yeah, me neither. I'm trying to be exciting though. <laughs> yeah, I know. I didn't that was do, boring. I mean I was 21. I was married at nineteen and yeah, kids and I can <laughs> count
0: on one hand how many times I'd been drunk. Like yeah. I just it wasn't I mean yeah. I can't do that anymore, but um I can't like I just it's just so different. I mean I made more poor decisions in my thirties and forties, than I did any other.
1: Time I like to. I, I mean, I don't call them poor decisions. I just had way more fun yeah. <laughs> in my thirties. Yeah, I
0: guess it's not poor decisions. <laughs> it's more like, um, oh, what do you call it? Like I made more um, learning choices, I guess. So, I don't know.
1: But well. The good thing about the adult children is, is I mean, you've only got a few more years till Maddie is technically adult. We've mm-hmm. got, you know, seven years or so till Boston. And then we just really aren't legally responsible. And
0: we're going to live it up, bitches. Fuck yeah,
1: man. I mean, the good thing is, is if they go to jail, fuck you're over eighteen, dude. Like, <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> That's so funny
0: when Derek turned eighteen and Cade too. Like, we had this big conversation with them. It's like now you realize you're eighteen, so whatever you do, it's on you. It's on you now. Yeah, there's no second chances. Down, like there's yeah,
1: yeah. They don't you oh. don't take you to juvie and give you a slap on the wrist. They take you to jail and. Uh, you you have to deal with it now. You have to go and you know serve right. your time. You're responsible. God. Isn't yeah. that crazy that we put all of that on their shoulders and they no. still can't even do like laundry and dishes? monsters. <laughs> <laughs> <in> <laughs> oh, I love that about you.
0: Yeah. Well, anyway, I guess if we ever figure this out, that's the real podcast right there. Is um when we have all the answers. So, yeah. we'll just we'll still be doing this at that time when it happens.
1: And I know, you know, Joy's not here and she doesn't have that experience yet. Mm-hmm. But it's coming. Oh yeah. I mean, she's super what's well, Aiden's 15? Yep. And then, I mean, she's got quite a while with with L, but Oh my god, girl. Listen yeah. to this because yeah, if, if anybody, right? Future, girl. <laughs> if anybody can prepare you, <laughs> uh,
0: right? I know. Anyway. Well, I love you. I had fun I hanging out this with was you tonight. Fun,
1: and it, um, if you, if we haven't mentioned it because I don't think we did, we also did a little guest appearance on the beer side tonight.
0: Oh, we did. We we're did. We're and we're in need. We're in want. Oh,
1: uh, we are. Like people are like begging yeah. us to be so on if their you podcast. You want to book
0: us? Like just send us yeah. an uh, send us an email. No dick pics, just emails.
1: <laughs> Jesus.
0: We still have not received any Ah, just God, thank God.
1: Any booby pics, though? No, not. Damn it. I would take booby pics. We haven't received anything. Maybe we should request booby pics so you could start doing research.
0: Because nobody sends us anything. Oh, my
1: God. Also, I want to give a shout-out to my stepbrother who let me know he listened to us.
0: Oh, I know. That's so sweet. That's awesome.
1: So if I'm not at the family Christmas this year, we'll know why.
0: (laughs) I feel so fortunate to be able to do this yes. uh, with two of my favorite people in the world. Mm-hmm. And I said this on my own post on my own Instagram earlier this week. But, like, you know, I mean, I love you guys. Uh, yeah.
1: And
0: just the fact that we get to, uh, you know, get together and do this free therapy is yeah. so much fun.
1: You're not so alone, ladies. You might yeah, be or sitting men, at home. Or gentlemen. Like, pulling your hair out. Uh-huh. Thinking that, you know, your kids are... The worst kids in the world. Oh no, we got you beat. <laughs> <laughs> right? uh, okay.
0: All right. Well, I guess we'll talk next week.
1: Yeah, we'll be here. Oh, next week, stay Oh, next week. We are. Got a good one. We got a good one. We will be at State 48.
0: Yes, it's going to be so fun. We it's going to be all like our first
1: remote podcast.
0: Oh yes! Look at how fancy we are. Oh, We're going God, remote. We are
1: traveling.
0: What? I know. All right, so we'll peace out now. Peace out. Have a great week. Love you, bye. Bye. Hey,
1: hey, hey!